I'm Kelly. And I'm Steve. And this is Coupled with Chaos. 90 Day Fiance Happily Ever After Season 7 Episode 7 Are You Happy Now? I think right off the bat, 10 hours of sleep. It's the last time you got 10 hours of sleep. I don't, not sure I ever have. I thought initially when he brought that up that he was just kind of giving her the business. Uh-huh. Like you got an exaggeration. I would exaggerate with you about needing eight hours of sleep, uh-huh. which you don't get either. I don't get either. I thought she would snap back with that's an exaggeration. She did not. No. This means. She... You know what? She looks very well rested. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe that's the key to her good looks. Is is she's a... so well rested. I, we are like the rest of the world. Let's get this right off the bat. This doesn't just because we say something that isn't pro Shida doesn't make us pro Bilal. Definitely not. But it really appears that somebody may not quite be ready. I... Well. I wouldn't say that it means she's not ready because, like I said to you, no one before they're actually a parent the first time has a realistic thought of what it's actually it's about like. To happen to you because you can't because no one could even describe it to you and it register because the ability to function on so little sleep on on deep serious sleep deprivation on an ongoing basis with no end in sight is not something you can prepare yourself for it's learned it's when you go in an evening or a night without sleep you always at some point you go well i'll catch up tomorrow i can take a nap yeah, tomorrow there's, there's none of that there's hope of that in front of you yeah it's the realization that maybe after three weeks of this yeah that that's that day isn't coming right it's never going to come it's never it it can happen 24 years later right it still never comes right at this point it's then you lose it's like you almost lose the ability to stay asleep is what happens it's your your innocence lost yeah because like i can't stay asleep Uh, it's a chronic problem Uh, i'm asleep so lightly after having children Mm. That everything wakes me up. It's why we have to have a white noise machine. I would agree. <laughs> you're never really rested. Right. You're waiting for a noise. Yes. You're waiting for somebody to do something in order to get you up. And right. when that doesn't happen, then your children are old enough to sneak in and out of the house. Correct. So it's it's just not going to happen. Right. Now, what about being 37? You think... We kind of joke about being in some kind of routine of our life. Right. Can you imagine what happens at 37? It would be tough <clears throat> to do that for the first time when yeah. your life has been only about you. Because she's I, never been married before either. Yeah, never consider that with an advanced age parent for the first time. Right. It seems like Bilal understands this completely. Yeah. This may be... Why he doesn't want to have a child. It's this. It's his routine that's going to get messed uh-huh. up. He's now got things the way he wants them. And for and me. he's been through this already. Yes. And I think 
He's, and would, you, would you, if it were you, would you want to go back and start this process all over again, I as have, close as we are to being done with it? I to I have to have honesty here into, and we're not trying to delve too far into our personal podcast, but I had it pretty easy as a parent in the sleep deprivation world. Department. <laughs> yeah. Because you nursed. Right. There was never a bottle. You never. Right. One time, one of our children, they tried to get to take a bottle and they pressured you into that because his weight dropped like initially and we were brand new parents. So they kind of bullied you into their way of doing things versus your way of doing yeah, things. Yeah, except they didn't want it to be a bottle. They wanted it to be a finger tube, which was the most ridiculous thing ever. Yeah, and that didn't work, and that was the only attempt at anything other than natural that you tried. Yeah. So, with that being the case, there wasn't a lot for me to do other than support. So, our system was you handled, really, the overnight stuff. There was yeah. no bottle. There was not a lot for me to do. I was more of emergency cleanup duty, literally... It went everywhere. Yeah, there was an explosion. Normal stuff yeah. you handled. Crisis would be, I still have to do the normal stuff, and then the beds are tore up because this happened. Right. And so I was emergency pit crew. <laughs> Somebody threw up, and it went all over the floor. Yeah. It was that kind of stuff. Yeah. It wasn't the like basic. the baby that would projectile vomit across the room. It wasn't the basic <laughs> stuff that um, that I had to handle, so... I don't come at it from a position of knowledge, more of I know what you had to go through. And so this is why that when the dogs get up in the middle of the night, that I know that it's my job <laughs> to go and take care of them because of the years. I didn't know if we if I knew what we were signing up for and maybe would have pushed bottles more <laughs> because I'll be working on like a lifetime of payback. Well, I personally treasured the middle of the night time, but that's just me. But not now. This is not something. Well, for you, yeah. I, I could say that the first year the you would treasure if we were to have at our advanced age. <laughs> this is and not well, almost we're around Angela age. Yeah. If this were to happen to you, you would cherish year one. I would. And then there would be problems. Yeah. <laughs> so I love the two to four stage, but I don't have the patience. For the tantrums and stuff at this age. We're, our children are one of them. Uh, I said two of them are old enough that people have children at that age. Yeah. We, neither of them, we believe, are prepared and ready. No. But, you know. How about, what do you think about, you know, them starting this whole scene out, this whole, with them in the car? He reached over. And grab the wheel. Yes. That was so. Aggressive. Uh, yes. And unnecessary. She knows how to drive and she's not 16. I mean, it's really insulting the way he just, t you know, talks to her and treats her like she's a child all the time. It was the passive aggressive. Well, you know, people like to s slow down when they take curves. Yeah. You know, they were in a parking lot. Right. How else would you know? Like anything, you're in a car. You've got to know how it handles. You can imagine the first hard turn you took. 
But you just don't know. You don't know how it's going to behave. So for him to, well, you just knew how it would go. There was no doubt this. He's going to school her like he does about everything. This would have been maybe something better for, I don't know, the sister to teach or even the mom. We had a similar thing where we knew that you and our daughter, it was just, it wouldn't work. No. Being in the same car. I didn't even try. No. So that wouldn't work. And this, this shouldn't work. I mean, a husband should be able to teach his wife how to drive, but she seemed pretty proficient at being able to do this. Right. This was not a stretch. I wouldn't go right on the highway right away, but. He was like, oh, just be careful with my car. Well, you know what? There's insurance. <laughs> right. And if he's Annoying. so well off. That shouldn't be a big problem to have to pay for a deductible. He's so annoying. He is in general. He does not get a pass at all. No. So that's not what we're trying to do. But But I feel like as far as, you know, being ready for a baby, I mean, she's in for a rude awakening. She obviously doesn't have a realistic expectation of what it will be like, but nobody truly does until it happens to you. And It'll be a shock. You know, yoga's out. (laughs) She'll be too exhausted to sit and do yoga. But, you know, I mean, she'll love having a baby. She'll love being a mother. I'm sure she'll be a great mother. Mm -hmm. She still deserves the opportunity to try. They said her hormone levels, the doctor, and they said it this time, he's not a fertility specialist. He's a gynecologist. Right. So, But I think he's fully capable of running or taking uh, samples and sending them off, getting somebody else to read them and tell him what to say. I think he's fully capable of doing that. And he says that her hormone levels, at least at this point, are good. Wouldn't you need to take it at different times of your cycle? No, it's um, what they're testing for is basically her age to make sure she's not, your hormone levels drop. As a whole, when you are in your late stages of that period in your life of fertility. Mm -hmm. And so, like, they they tested my hormone levels to see if I was entering menopause or not. Mm -hmm. After that time, I skipped a cycle. But, um, you know, it would decline to the point that it doesn't support ovulation and... Um, being able to prepare the, the lining of the uterus and stuff like that. Like they, they test like progesterone and, um, estrogen levels mm-hmm. to find out. So I would think if, if there are cycles being missed around here, that full fledged panic absolutely is going to set in. It would not be, um, we would panic worse than Bilal would. Definitely. Most certainly. He calls her emotional. This is this is a problem, is it not? I don't think men can go around calling women. Yeah, that was pretty mm-hmm. rude also. Well, it goes back and forth. Evidently, she has thrown around yeah, the... he implied se- that she has threatened to get a divorce or to leave. If, if the baby doesn't come. And this is... Well... You know, I understand that because she made that clear that she wouldn't 
enter into the marriage if he wasn't serious about having a child. Yeah, but you're in now. I mean, you're at that point. You're in. Well, but her saying that is no different than what she said before they were married. I don't think you can go. I don't think she can go around threatening that or holding that over his head at this early stage. I didn't get the impression that she was saying it for that reason. I just got the impression she was threatening in general when they have disagreements. I was watching her face when he was talking and watching for an eye roll or a frustration thing, and I didn't see it. It led me to believe that. Confirm that she has done it. That's how that's how I read the situation. It probably is something that um, that she has done. Yeah, that's a little bit childish to. Yeah, I don't think make idle can. threats. Well, let's look at the same way. Not only has she not been a mother, but she has also n- not been a spouse. Right. So her, I don't know, her ability to have long term relationships. It just hasn't been there for whatever reason, whether it's her issue or the people that she chooses or that she's just chosen not to be in one. All of these things kind of lead down to she is in a lot of new situations. Right. And, and, maybe, and he kind of said that before. And, and to expect her to behave maybe like you'd want her to or like we'd expect her to is it's all new. Right. So it's a new lot. experiences. A lot to learn. And, then, and him to deal with, yeah. to boot. I mean, that's really the big thing. Speaking of boots, she hucked her boots in the back seat. Yeah. That's that a segue. Fun. It's an unnatural segue. Good job. You've done it. <laughs> okay. I wasn't even going to talk about the boots till you said to boot. <laughs> she takes her boots and hucks them in the back seat. You notice he grabs them and mm-hmm. gets them off the seat and puts them on the Says floor. that's leather. <laughs> well, it'll clean off. So I think he knew that it would wipe off. At least it's not cloth. He has leather seats, like la de da. So, Mm-mm-mm. I do think he cares far too much about material things. He, he de- talks about it enough. Definitely. I don't think um, it found it weird. Her, you have a problem with her driving without shoes on. Your, if I did that, if you knew yeah. that I did that, sometimes coming home from work, would you not? You would not be happy, would you? Yeah, that's not actually a safe thing to do. What if my feet really hurt from walking in boots all day? Well, my feet really hurt. I got plantar fasciitis, but I don't pop my shoes off. All right. That's why I didn't bring it up, maybe, because I knew you'd get mad Mm -hmm. at me. You'd just get mad at me. That's what happens. So I'm just going to bring it up. Forget I even said it. They're using a condom, though, sometimes. She said sometimes some accidents happen. Yeah, I thought by that maybe she meant like it breaks or and she just doesn't draw attention to it. Yeah. Because she said something about not drawing attention yeah, to it. All of a sudden, I feel uncomfortable in this conversation. <laughs> <laughs> so this, we're just going to move on. We are prudes. It just makes it just, uh, I'm just not liking any visuals that we're getting. Mm, okay. What about the visuals of Jenny and Summit? That is something. Look at you. You're just segueing all over the place. Screw whatever order I want to have in the show. You just take over. Well, here's what you do. We're going to let you quarterback. (laughs) But how about that? Our theory is here. You know what? If you just here we go, we're already going down that road. We talked about it last week. If you just get naked and get together, stuff happens. Watch what happens. Yeah. Hug in an unnatural position when you're naked. And just, I bet you, 
magic happens. Yeah. Just something different. Yeah. You'd Just be something amazing. we've noticed. Yeah. <laughs> T-M-I. <laughs> that she brought this up with her daughter is a bit awkward. Talking yeah. about the class. But they were giggling about it, I, you know. It was cutesy. Because obviously it was a conversation they don't typically have, but that kind of just led itself there, and then they giggled about it. Yeah. So it was sweet. I thought that was a positive. I wrote down everybody left that conversation smiling. Yeah. And that's not something we saw any of. Yeah. The I said, only, you know, she has a nice little family. Yeah. The only positives we had here in this whole episode was the Jenny and Summit story. I think yeah. everything else was just full of negatives. And even though their whole storyline today was about uh, Kama Sutra <laughs> related things, uh, as uncomfortable as that would normally be for us, I thought they did a good job with it not being t- quite TMI. Yeah, it was more they were playful. And I liked the way they interacted with each other. They were giggly and fun and playful and you know, didn't get too detailed. Well, I think it's like we handle things here. Yeah. I think somebody described it in one of our Apple reviews. Kind of a, you know, it's kind of a wink and a nod. Right. We kind of get it, but you don't. Have to say it yes, all the way. <laughs> I think so. Yeah. It was cute. I liked their playful banter with each other. It was, yeah, it I was wonder, cute. I wonder what a disruption that was in the yoga class or not. But the cameras <laughs> were there, so it's a disruption already. Yeah. So I loved the, it was just a back and forth, the funny thing. And then he jokes about her weight. Yeah. But I think he reversed himself quite quickly. Yeah. I thought that um, it was just good. I mean, all of it. I was, um, you know, the two, you kind of root for the two of them. Yeah, I've always liked them. I think, you know, what would be sexy for her would probably be if Summit maybe... I don't know, told off his mom. Maybe, <laughs> maybe that would be sexy. Or maybe telling your sister-in-law to stuff it. <laughs> I'm thinking that would really get Jenny in the mood if you defended her to your family. Yeah. I'm thinking that may help a little bit. Yeah. You want her to get frisky. Yeah, she might get a little more experimental if, uh, if that happens. Yeah, maybe try those moves. That's what she should say. It's not so much about position, but it would be supporting me instead of your mom. That right. would be better. They brought up, he thought that it was a good idea for the daughter to come. Because it would get her mind off going to the U.S. Yeah. But it will be the opposite. Yeah, he doesn't understand people. He'll yeah. re- She'll realize how much she misses being around her daughter uh-huh. in their daily life. And how supportive her daughter is of them, yes. whereas there's no support there from his family. Don't you think that? Is, I think that's really it. I never really considered it. Yeah. But to be around people who are supportive of, of you. Of your relationship. They don't Absolutely. Have, everywhere they go, the... the um, Stairs, the, the snide line, remarks, the zi- whatever. The zip line guy. Yeah. The Kama Sutra guy. What did he say that we never see anybody that old? Of this advanced age. Yes. I hope she doesn't hurt herself. Yes. So that is. Um, yeah. And that's what you feel everywhere. Here, yeah. I think you would blend in a bit more. Right. I mean, look, you're going to go to a restaurant and people are, you'll be snide remarks or, I mean, they will probably think that 
she's his mom or something. I get that. That's real. But here, I don't think people pay attention. Or really care. Yeah, well, I do think they care. Everybody cares about everything. I just don't. I think no, every- I mean, I don't think they care about somebody else and what they're doing. No, no. Only if you impact them right. do they care. Exactly. And that's if- what I mean. Nobody's going to care that they're about their age difference. They would if you're at um, the Cheesecake Factory and you're trying to get a table and these two are sitting in a table you want. <laughs> right. I've never been in the Cheesecake Factory. Is that I have. are there tables in there? Yes. Okay. There's oh. a lot. Okay. So that's good. It's but, very busy. Okay. That makes sense. It's so busy that you have to even in this day and age you have to get a pager and wait for a table. Yeah, but when's the last time you were at the Cheesecake Factory? Uh in the last year. Oh, okay. I'm surprised. I didn't know that. Yeah, I sometimes stop in and bring home cheesecake. Where do you no, think it comes from? I don't know. It's it just is cheesecake. right across the street from the symphony. There is just cheesecake there. I'm at the symphony you every meet, Sunday. Maybe you meet James there. <laughs> Eileen, how about that? <laughs> hmm? Buy her and biceps going, uh-huh. to, going to cheesecake factory oh, together. Maybe, maybe it's good. It'll make... Maybe I'll give some fat on his bones. Maybe I'm not alone at the symphony either. Ah, I brought that up too. That's why I'm now going. That suckered me in. <laughs> hmm. We would not take such a class together. We this would is, not. We would not. This is not something that we would do. We're also not a try something new kind of people. Yeah. I'm trying to think of the last thing. You know the last thing we tried new? Is this podcast? What is your two and a half years famous ago. mantra of our oh, entire marriage? Here's what it is: change I, is bad. It's we have a power commercial here, and I know it's local to the DFW area. I'm sure of it, um, but it's a commercial with uh, people dressed like they're from the early '80s, and it's about change being bad. <sighs> and, and so it's although we see the commercial because we have Philo. They really just play the same four commercials over and over, over, and again. over again, and that's one of them. So it's about why change just because, you know, you can save money on your power bill. And the guy's on the roof with the antenna. They've got a a phone cord in the kitchen. It's like a 100-foot phone cord. Yeah. So they can talk from everywhere. It's that kind of stuff. So um, we're just – we're creatures of habit and routine. Yes. It just happens. Change is bad. But sometimes things happen. But maybe you got to change stuff is what Summit's saying. He's trying to make – things more exciting for the future he says yes not he, now he says it's okay for right now <laughs> everything's good but he would like to uh have options for the future yeah i don't know she says i don't know i don't know what's up with you uh is there a problem are you not bored with me already are you no we they- haven't been married that long cowgirl helper was the position oh, of that's, choice. that was so funny <laughs> Yeehaw. They laughed and laughed. They said, maybe we'll get hats. Yeehaw. Put on a hat. One thing I noticed, and I am i don't, um, I try not to stereotype people. I try not to put people in categories. But is there's one thing that we have noticed is that Indian people are uh-huh. very stretchy. <laughs> yes. Very I, flexible. I am amazed at the flexibility. The thought of my head and my knee touching yeah. in a place that I was thinking about that. Wasn't on my way to a hospital <laughs> with a torn a hamstring is what I would imagine would just rip. Or in an emergency with your knee between your legs in an airplane. 
<laughs> yeah. Well, that I wouldn't. There, I think I have bigger problems to worry about if that's the case. We should not talk about tr- airplane tragedies. Yeah, please don't. Since you are, what, two and a half days? Yeah. Two and a half days from making a trip to Virginia. Yeah. So so we're no airport, airport things. It's not going to happen. Nope. The discussion of I, I like that her daughter is going to come I, I'm trying to remember we do so much stuff in inside scoop I'm trying to remember if she came and I don't yeah, recall I don't remember that I don't recall it happening but we, I don't we do know that she was recently there visiting yeah. her daughter yes that happened this would have been probably a year ago this yeah. so this could have happened and you know I'm kind of maybe remembering something about it now that she made it there. Some, mm. it's real tough. They these things are filmed. This is so, so long ago. Long ago, and I, I think the best sign of that and the age of how long these are. It it's Libby and Andre. So I, we I, we won't talk about Inside Scoop. So if you want Inside Scoop that talks about probably where the future of this season goes, it's over in our Inside Scoop, and it's right away. At the beginning of the inside scoop. So if you don't care about these two, then um, I guess this is definitely. You're talking about Libby and Andre? Libby and Andre, yeah. yeah. This is, um, well, this is just it. But they are the perfect signs of how older, not even older parents. She has got, um, Ellie has fingernail polish all over her. Yeah. And Andre brings her in, says this Soul is everywhere. Her dress. She panics. And soles of her feet. All she says is, um, "Did she eat it? Yeah, has she eaten this? Then oh. I don't care. Yeah, I don't care. We said that that is that's a bad sign for them having more kids. If say something like that would possibly happen in the future, because that's third kid mentality. Yes. <laughs> or maybe is it by the third kid? You don't care if they're eating it. If you start here with the first one, by the time the third one comes along, you don't yeah, care what the they have. Yeah, with the first one, you're on the phone with poison control. She's touched nail polish. They may have put it in their mouth. I'm not sure. Oh, my gosh. They're mm. going to die. By the third one, you're waiting for something. I yeah, guess we'll some, wait and see if he throws up first. <laughs> and then we'll look at it. But she's there already. Mm-hmm. So the big one this time is that Andre, this is just Andre and whatever interview that he has to go through. I don't know if this yeah, is. This is interesting. Yeah, for us, I guess it would go to where Yara is, right? This is a similar interview that Yara talked about having to go through last episode. Andre has been here for two years. I wonder if this is a. Um, former USSR country related. Yeah, but it wouldn't process. be because Yara at Ukraine would have been just as involved. This is I know it's different. They are different countries, right? But Ukraine yeah. and Moldova, but both former USSR. But Yara, I guess she did have an interview. Yeah, she did. But she never had her initial interview. So this is her first interview for her green card. Andre had this, and now he's having another one. But the so it's different. attorney was saying that they don't necessarily have it in person, that they don't get called in in person. 
unless they have some other questions. Right. So that's why I said since she got called too, and you know she's not up to anything, then we don't know that. Well, then Maybe she's a spy. Why would that happen unless it's uh, triggered by where they come from? Yeah. Yeah, I'm not sure. He he said in the episode he said who it was or who he thought it was, and they beeped it out. Or he just called them an effer yeah, and they beeped it out. But it it didn't. Um, the way the sentence went, it didn't seem like it was just an explicative. He said somebody. Well, he had a lot of them. It was a beep to beep to beep beep. This was the beepiest beepingest. That is not a word, but. It happened throughout the episode. I have not heard an episode that had this many <laughs> this beeps. This many beeps. Whoever is in charge of beeping people. Kind of like you. Yes, when you start <laughs> your sailor talk. Which I don't. Whatever. So you make it, it up. No. Well, I hope I remember to put a beep in here. Oh. If I remember to you come see, back and put a beep in. You just admitted it. I don't care. Well, we all know that I beep you when you don't need to be beeped. Right. So... That's just how it is. I kind of wait for a spot to beep you. I uh-huh. try to write down what second number. He does it, it all be. the time. I just have to remember. It's we're getting late, so I may not have a chance to do it this time. But man, he is a cussing dude. He is. What he has learned in English cuss words is uh, incredible. <laughs> His use of them is unmatched. Endless. It, it just never quits. You think you could just get him? How about? We just stop this as a couple. Yeah, because they do together. it in front of the kids. So let's stop. I've seen some stuff on, you know, be whatever, social media where people get their kids to cuss. That's awful. It seems, yes, I agree it should be awful, but I still laugh at it. <laughs> I'm sorry. It's, it's just funny. You hear that vile filth coming out of a two-year-old who can it's barely terrible. speak. Yeah, I don't know. It's kind of funny until I realize it's not funny anymore. That's not funny. I get it. I understand. I'm just telling you. It's if I I'm gonna show you one, and I bet you'll laugh when you see it, and then then you'll go, "Hey, that's not cool." (laughs) So she says that 95 percent of these cases um, don't even get interviewed. So this, she said, this was a big deal. You know, it came out. She said there's two possibilities. One is his stuff in Moldova that should have been reviewed the first time uh-huh. that didn't get reviewed. Because or, it's 10 years old already. Or somebody. Well, that's what he says, though. I went back and looked, and he has never really come out and said what happened. Right. He said. He alluded. He said they tried to get me to do stuff, and I didn't do it. Yeah. That's what he said. That's not really it. That's not really saying what's going on. Yeah. it's That's just alluding to stuff. Yeah. I told you. It's the same thing I kind of put on Twitter. Not doing stuff. It could have tried to get you to <clears throat> take out the garbage. Or they could have tried you to kill an informant. It could have been either one of those things. And it's a big difference between the two. Could you see Andre... Quitting over somebody asking him to take out the garbage? <laughs> <laughs> yes, I could. It would be it. Who would really do that? Um, Ronald. 
right? <laughs> right. Ronald and Tiffany. Ronald would, he would lay down his life for not changing a, what do you call it, a poopy diaper. Yeah. That is a woman's job, according to Ronald. <laughs> we haven't seen, I mean, we don't, we think Andre's pretty sexist in general. Yeah. Andre's a tough guy to be on his side. So for, there's only a few people. And that's the rest of his fam, her family. Have you noticed how many of these other countries Uh have this chauvinistic attitude about women? Well, I wonder if it isn't a a stereotype that this show just kind of capitalizes on. I, I think it's pretty convenient because they tried it with Kobe and Emily. Right. They went yeah, with Kobe being like that. And it turns out Kobe doesn't appear to be like that at all. Uh-huh. But that's where they went. And I think Kobe is so not that guy. Right. That they had to give it up. Yeah. He's probably not typical of his culture. Yeah, I don't know. After seeing his friend. Yeah, you might be right. But we're all a product. We're all a product of what we're raised. We wouldn't. I would say we wouldn't be in a place where we would even consider having another wife or that even us men would go, you know what, even handle or or consider the thought of having like a baby maker. <laughs> baby maker. <laughs> they ask if somebody complained. Do you know somebody? This is to Andre. Do you know somebody who would have complained? <laughs> and we go, Yes. First, it was, we talked, I think it was last week or the week before about who we thought it could be. And it Definitely could, Charlie. It could have been them as a group. Yeah. But could you see Andre have upset some contractor in one of the houses he was working on and have them turn him into? I'm not sure somebody would go that far. People are pretty vengeful. Yeah. Remember the contractor we had the issue with in oh, Virginia? Yeah, don't you think he bad. would have done something like that? We didn't even do anything to him. I know. Other than let him know that he didn't have a permit to do what he was doing. There's a reason to have a permit process. It could be a city inspector in Tampa that has an issue with Andre. It could be. I just see him not having long-term relationships with anybody. Sure. He's not that guy. He is your friend probably that day, and then it's over. He seems to be – sounds bad, but he – I think he's a, a user. he's a user. Yeah. I think we've seen that, an opportunist. But I think Definitely. he's – I think he's short-sighted because he'll, t- he'll really tell you. He says it out loud all the time. Yeah. We don't think there's any doubt that if there was a complaint against him that it would have been from – one, yes. No doubt about it at all. I wouldn't put it past him. But I, I swear they beeped it out. So. I don't know. She he, So he comes back from the interview and and Libby seems to be pressing here. It's what makes me think I don't know how much we how much of this I even believe. Because when you remember when Libby was with the girls and they turned on the birthday. And, uh-huh. And they ask about Andre, and that's when Becky said, well, you know, 
maybe it would be good if he got deported. Uh huh. They ask about the interview, and you know, her eyes turned, and she looked a bit awkward about the whole thing. Uh huh. So I don't know if, and maybe their timing's even a little off. Who knows how this stuff is filmed and what's filmed when? Like that could have been after this scene. Yeah, it could have been, and maybe she knew or suspected that the girls Mm. put in. Because let's say the scene we saw first was actually after. Yeah, it would it would be more meaningful because yes. they Becky. said, well, it would be fine if he got deported. Be- yes, because then they would know or that if they had done it and they right, had reported that's what I mean. him. It, would- it makes them look even more guilty when they say that. So it wouldn't it have been more... Even in the show's best interest to reverse those scenes uh-huh. if indeed they happened. So probably this is probably in the right order. It this would just be did Andre and the attorney, the immigration lawyer, did that actually happen after the birthday party mm-hmm. or birthday dinner? That was not a party. Yeah. If it if it happened before the party, then then this isn't such a big deal if it shows us how they played it. But if it's reversed, then it's a big deal. Yeah. I think so. Makes them look even more guilty. I noticed something, and this is just what I noticed. They ha- you know how they have the interview? or Just before they break for a scene, they show the two of them together. Occasionally, they show them happy. Sometimes they're frowning or back-to-back. Whatever the mood of the scene or the status of their relationship is, it's how the mood is. Uh-huh. So they must film them all at once and just say, we need you two happy with each other, loving uh-huh. each other, angry with each other. Libby, you're angry with Andre. Andre, you're angry with Libby. Well, they showed this one, and I swear I've never seen a shirt so wrinkled as Andre's uh-huh. in this scene. I'm thinking, it's not even a scene, it's just a you know a shot. I'm thinking, or B-roll is what that is. And I'm thinking, how could you show up for something like that with your shirt in that condition? Maybe he didn't have a shirt on at all. And they are like, hey, you got to put a shirt on. <laughs> he said, I got one and, in the back of my yeah, truck. So he's mad and he pulls one out that's in a ball and throws it on. I say go back if you if you haven't seen it yet. I don't know if you haven't watched the show yet. Just look at that one and look at his. They show what is his left arm. And it looks literally like his shirt was wadded up and thrown somewhere and they had him put it on. He probably had like a white tank. I would picture him with a white tank top on Uh is what he had. That would have been what that was. But in the talk, he tells Libby, we've got to be humble during this interview. Can you imagine this? I I laughed inside when this immigration attorney trying to convince Andre about being humble. First, she probably had to pull out, to a, spell it out a dictionary and describe what humble really is. And then do a scene-by-scene <laughs> demonstration of what it looks yes, like. Let's do... Role like, play. Yes, let's role play humble. And it would be, Andre, let's pretend like you're not the best um, real estate person in Tampa Bay. Let's try this. And he, and, he, he, and just he responds with, I'm the greatest real estate salesman ever. <laughs> the best contractor. I'm the best. I can tear a door off a perfectly good refrigerator <laughs> and tear up some cabinets better than anybody. I forgot about that whole thing. Yeah. You know why you wouldn't 
tear off doors to refrigerators and cabinets. Because not only do you have to pick up the cabinet, but they have to go back and pick up the door. You can remove <laughs> all of these things in one thing and move it and you make one trip out. He's doofus. That's who he is. Not that I want him to fight me or anything, but... What have we got left? But oh. if you put them out at the curb, you do have to either remove the door or, or strap it shut. Yeah. We didn't get any Jovi and Yara this time. But somehow or another, we do not do um, uh, trigger warnings. But we're talking about Ed and Angela. So I guess if you don't want to, we, we're pretty sure you want to listen. This is quite interesting. So... They had the big scenes this time. What do you want to do first? You want to get Ed out of the way? And yeah, let's end do it? that. All right. These two deserve each other. Yes, they do. More and more. There's no doubt about it at all. The more they show of Liz with her, her side interviews and scenes with other people, I see that she's as much at fault as Ed is. Mm -hmm. They're both so immature. They have no business in a serious relationship with anybody. Yeah, and Ed even kind of, well, at the end, he kind of like, get your stuff and get out. But the whole path to get there, you see how alcohol is involved yes, in all of this. every time. We have already got inside scoop on tonight's episode, so... That'll be a while. You may You'll not have to e wait till next weekend. You may not. You probably won't even be a part of it. Uh, we'll see. I'm trying to recruit somebody. We'll see. All right. All right. We. That's probably one thing we can do. I. I might be bored out of my mind. Maybe have to do every single podcast. Uh oh. Well, I've got people lined up for a couple oh. of them. So. Well, so you don't need me anymore. Well, I do need you. It's gonna. We're going cold into it. I'm. I, we're taking. Um. We're going cold into the podcast this week. Mm. I got. Um, subscribers listeners we are it's going to be uh it'll be an adventure so you don't need oh, i most certainly do oh. but we'll find out how much you know i'm almost nervous about it because it's we have such a way of doing things mm -hmm. that i don't know how it's going to be with somebody else yeah i'll be like a summit I'll be banging other grandmas oh, gosh. that won't do Kama Sutra with, since he, <laughs> Jenny won't do Kama Sutra with him. Uh-huh. It, it's not like banging. It'd be like podcasting with <laughs> other grandmas is what it would be like. But these two, alcohol is a mess for them. Yes. And you see how fast Liz turns when things go bad? You yeah, see how she, things go? She just runs. You know what it reminded me of? Her running off across the street. It reminded me of the classic scene with Paul, Paul and Karini, hmm. when when he it, runs through the jungle down to the river. <laughs> that is super. Uh, for those of you, didn't who, it? Didn't who it just new, completely flash back for who, you? Who are new? Yeah. Well, no to that. I just couldn't. I, I can't even imagine what this is. I'm thinking of. Gosh, we, I wish we would have thought about this some more. Um, who? It was an early scene. It was, I think it was another, the guy who he went to the country and she had already had a guy there. Oh yeah. Uh-huh. And, and so he, he was trying to, um. It was in one of the islands. Yeah. Yeah. Visits. And she took off, he was confronting her and she just kind of took off running away. Yeah. But this shows how, Lynn just talks about Ed being insecure. And 
an insecure move would be taken off and running away from everything. That would be, uh, I'm not very secure. You can't talk about yeah, somebody being insecure as you're running away. Right. Completely. It's just a mess. I don't think Ed even, this is just me. I don't think Ed really invited his daughter and mom. I know we, there's audio of it, of him making the call, but it would strike me that you could program anybody's name in your phone and call. Uh-huh. But for me, I'm just, he would manipulate everything. I think this whole season is probably a manipulation from the two of them. I don't trust or believe anything that they do other than when they're in one of their fights. Yeah. Because what we heard in this little phone call between after she took off and ran, what we heard from him and her in that call back and forth was a lot like how it started in the nasty conversation they had. When they broke up before. It was, it was 100% that we played this uh, probably about 10. Ep- it would have been what the first, if you go back to the first episode of when this season, season started. I replayed the clip of Ed and Liz. It's this whole separate podcast, this whole separate episode. You listen to that and then listen to these two argue here. And it's the same. They're the same. They're no different now yeah, than they, they were changed. then. This would be their ninth breakup. At least Ed had the, excuse me, but Ed had the balls to do it on the phone this time. Yeah. Which doesn't Instead say much. Instead of a text sent by somebody else. Yes. By their buddy. And she just says, you're just going to run off to them now and say they were right. Yeah. Well, guess what? They were right. <laughs> if Liz, we, look, we don't know any of these people. We think we do because we see them. But for us, if Ed's mom has a problem with Liz, we there's can, a reason. There's a reason. If Rich has a problem with Liz, I get it. We don't. Rich doesn't get the benefit of the doubt. We give Ed's mom the benefit of yeah, the doubt. Yeah, she seems very, very nice. How mean! And it's not because she's just tiny, although no, she is tiny she's and just cute. Very sweet. Yeah, and you hear her talk. Yeah. So if she knows Liz is bad, Liz is bad. Yeah. The trouble is, is she's probably blinded that her own son's not bad. Right. She's not. um, Neutral. Yeah. But I don't know that we've ever heard her say that Ed is good. But, you know, she you're going to side with your kid. Well, I don't know. I like to think I'm pretty honest with myself about our kids. Mm -hmm. But I mean, I know that's not the case for a lot of people. Yeah, but we we see this. Yeah, this doesn't make us pro Ed. No, you can be anti Ed and anti Liz, and these two. I don't know. I don't know if they're manipulating us or I have no idea. Liz almost reminds me a little bit like a puppy, you know. And we hear, from what we hear from, we actually meet Liz's mom this time. We've met uh-huh, her grandmother. that was the first. And her. the talk about if Ed is an improvement on what Liz <laughs> has been through. Yeah. Then Liz has been through some wars. Yeah. These people, well, here's the problem, is they don't seem to have a problem with Ed. Yeah. And they know more than we know. Yeah. They know the phone call. You tell me they haven't heard that 
I'm that, sure. That phone conversation between the two of them, that they haven't heard about these eight breakups and that you would think that this is okay. I mean, they're free to do what you want, but I mean, look, at least Ed's mom saying this isn't good and I'm not going to participate in this. This is a toxic. I think that's a big deal. And look, they go right to drinking. You hear it in, in yep, Liz's she voice. she was slurring. Ed doesn't sound drunk. No. And he comes at her about the lesbian thing and the friend and just accuses her of being in a relationship with somebody. Just because you're talking to somebody doesn't make it that you're in a relationship with them. Uh-huh. That can't be your first assumption. Kimberly does it last week with Usman's friend. Yeah. Are you the next wife? Hmm. Like, slow down a little bit. <sighs> And it looks like Ed's a bit possessive anyway and controlling of her yes. time. We heard it in that phone call about that the, the the issue with that phone call back and forth that we heard, whatever, however many episodes ago, was that Liz gave was, a ride was yes, was late coming home because co-worker. she gave a coworker a ride. Ride home. home and then came back. And Ed had a problem with that. That's what was the gist of that whole argument. Yeah. Him and her time. And she was just doing something nice. Right. Like she had to have permission yeah. first. That tells you about his controlling nature and how yeah. insecure That's not he okay. is. And that Liz knows this and still comes back is for okay more. okay with that. It's either that. She's just a glutton for punishment. She's a masochist. Or this is just a setup to get publicity for the show. Any one of those is possible. Mm-hmm. Now, I don't know which one. I forgot. We've got Kimberly Nussman in this one. Mm-hmm. There's not a whole lot in that one. I forgot. We'll see. Yeah. Um, it's interesting that mom has already said I'm not going to approve and uh, uh, under any circumstances. And why is that? Because she's too old to have kids. And, and her his last experience. Yeah, was bad with baby girl Lisa. This is not. This doesn't show. It kind of goes in the same category. Yeah. She really doesn't even want her, him to consider foreigners anymore. Your decision making process is not very good. Uh-huh. Maybe what you should do is choose the baby maker first or let mom choose (laughs) she's lined up she's got people ready there is a line of people i mean he's probably pretty successful for his town he says it my favorite part i laughed even more that was funny when they were writing down his profession and he asked kimberly and she says international superstar superstar. i laughed and this is why the two of them probably are good together Uh uh-huh I don't know that they should be in a relationship together. Yeah. I don't know that he loves her. Right. He never says that. But he likes the support that she gives him. And she. Like that. She gets it. She needs to be like, you know. The groupie. Yes. She could just be his hype woman. Uh Uh-huh. Just come in and, you know, before you go into a boxing match, somebody comes in and they tell you how great you are and Mm -hmm. to get your confidence up there. And before you go out there, you're the best. Yeah. And like at the filming of his music video, she was like, well, this isn't good enough to the, you know, people working for him. You need to get him this and that and the other. This is low budget. Right. 
He deserves more than this. Right. You probably need somebody like that. The trouble is you don't need somebody. The yammy probably gets in the way. <laughs> she called the room the yammy, yammy room. Yammy room. Oh, I, uh, I cringe. Say again. goodbye to the yammy room. <laughs> it was like, say goodbye to the restaurant where I tossed the drink on you. <laughs> Let's say goodbye to, I don't know, the ocean that we argued next to. <laughs> It's one thing after another. You yeah. can just say goodbye to everything. Mm-hmm. Mm. Mom is not excited about the age at all. When she says he knows it, yeah. she asked right away, she asked the question, how old is this woman? Like 50. Now, we're not a big fan of mom's reaction to 50. We'd like to think <laughs> that 50 is not that old. I thought she was older than, I thought she was 52 or something, mm. but I don't know. It, I think it, at that point, I guess it doesn't matter. Yeah. You've got an egg or, 50's you, over the hill. or you don't have an egg is what she's looking at. I mean, she says, I have watched you make mistakes and that I pray that Kimberly is not your wife. Yeah, that was pretty clear. Mm-hmm. And then she hadn't even met her yet. So poor Kimberly to be walking into this. She says it's something about an American woman coming to snatching up him to take but him to America. that's what he wants. He wants to go to the it U.S. It is exactly what that's he what wants. That's what it's all about. I can't imagine Usman's He wants mo- to come be Michael Jackson, remember? Yeah, that Usman's mom spends much time with her. I'm thinking he's probably not home a lot. Uh-huh. It was awkward when they came into the room together. He kind of comes over to her to grab both of her hands Mm-hmm. And she kind of avoids him. Yeah. And he kind of chase, almost chases her. It's like a slow walk around the room. But he like follows her around the room and finally gets her to grab his hands and sit down. And that's when all of that goes back and forth. She says she will not accept this woman. If you come to me as this going to be a marriage, I will not accept it. Boy, BGL broke everybody, didn't she? Yes. I mean, she is that bad. Yeah. And you know they know it. The only one, there's only, in, in the history of 90 Day, there's only one person worse. Yeah. And and she has a crescendo <laughs> this episode. This yes. episode, she flat out, and I, I don't want to be, I, I don't want to almost make light of it or, but. It's assault is what she does. Yeah. She did not have any intention of doing anything with Michael on this trip, but fighting and breaking up. She flew across the country to argue and fight with him. Yeah. She called him on the phone on the way and didn't allow him to speak and yelled at him and told him to wait for and stay put for his surprise that she had. And then she shows up and... Is hollering at a room that he's not even in. That is the best ever. You know, breaks his car, takes his license plate. Tries to take his Hollering and screaming, making a scene in the middle of the night in front of other people's places as well. And then she never allows him to speak then either. So at no point was she trying to make things right or whatever. She tried to say... Oh, I was hoping we could Work it uh, out. renew our spark on this trip. No, she was not. Yeah, there's no doubt about it. She didn't even let him talk. I wish they would have highlighted more 
that they were at the wrong door or <laughs> at the wrong window. Well, he said, though, that it was his compound. Did sure. you notice that? Yeah. But do you see how many people were in there? Yeah. So I'm sure the family must own something mm-hmm. if it's his compound. It's been in the family for a while. Who knows what that is? But that he comes from the other side, I thought, is great. Although you couldn't hear her coming. For me, I would have done the same thing if if he could leave and come. I wouldn't be coming out of that front door. No. I'd like the narrative better that she's just pounding on the wrong door. <laughs> I would like it to be while she's like trying to rip the door off the hinges. That, that he just, somebody else comes? Yeah, he just comes from behind and taps her on the shoulder. And she uh-huh. brushes him away. And some big dude answers the door. Yeah, somebody different. It would have been great if it would have been like Michael's mom that opened the door. I would have loved it if he didn't show up at all until the police did. You know who I wanted? (laughs) You know what I wanted in this? Better than everything? Was if the door opens and there in a towel is Jojo. (laughs) (laughs) That would have been the best thing ever. That would have been Jojo's there. Been staying with Michael this whole time. This whole time. We haven't heard from her in a while. That would be the best ever. (laughs) Oh, sorry. Whoops. Didn't I tell you? Maybe you shouldn't surprise people. That would be the best thing. My apologies to Jojo. I (laughs) think Jojo's listening, but that would have been... That would have been the best scenario for me, that Michael's cheating on Angela with one of her ex-friends. That would be the best thing. This poor girl that's with her, you think she knew what she was getting into? You think she knew that Angela was going to do this? She's going along for the ride, though. Well, she's warning him. You know, she's tearing up your car. Yeah. It's not her car. It's my car. Everything is hers. Mine. Because she's from America. America. You know... She's making her money the same way he's making his. Yeah. So we've talked about it before. He's due some money that she has. Mm -hmm. She's got money that's theirs. And then by her giving him his share of their money. She She says she owns everything. Yes. yes, He doesn't pay for anything. Hmm. Hmm. Ridiculous. It is ridiculous. It was... um, Again, this is one of those things. And she won't let him work, but she makes him sound like a freeloader at every turn. Mm -hmm. And all this really, she says, stems from the Instagram thing. It's ridiculous. She's just looking for an out. She doesn't want him to come to America. If she did, she'd be excited that he's almost approved for his visa, and she's not. Well, let's also look at she chose a man. Now, we could say you don't choose who you fall in love with, but she chose a man from a country who, when they got together, the U.S. wasn't accepting visas from. Right. When they started. Right. So you knew this, well, we're going to have to wait for visas to be accepted from here. People from Nigeria. Then we could start. So you're already, I think she never really wanted him to come. This could have been a ploy the whole time to get on the show. And she just wants her freedom now. That's all she wants. Yeah. She wants the ability to gallivant across the country. Right. And she thinks all these men are going to chase her. And I said to you, she thinks that because she's on TV and she's getting attention. But when she's not on TV anymore because she's gone from Michael and this show is in the rearview mirror, she's not a famous person anymore. And 
she's so vile in her personality. Nobody's going to want to be with her. Yeah, and she, we tend not to talk too much about appearance, but she's probably not as sexy as she she thinks she, she is. thinks she is. Yeah, I'm gonna just let's just leave it at that. Yeah, like Andre's ability to be humble is not necessarily. This would be along that lines with her and her ability being a hot mama. Yeah, there's <laughs> there's a line there that. I think she's probably on the wrong side of. And who really likes her? Right. Even if she was the most attractive person on the planet, you wouldn't go anywhere near her because she's a vile, hideous inside person. One of the most vile people I've I've ever seen. Yes. Or even heard of. Just mean. She has to be impossible for production to deal with. I'm sure. She has to be. I can't imagine that they're going to be so happy that it's over with her. Mm-hmm. I do you think, I don't know. We've not seen any. We saw that Jenny was in New York. Normally, you would see if people were there. We have not seen anything about Angela being in New York. Mm-mm. We would have heard something about yeah, it. Yeah, we haven't. Jenny would have come for the tell-all, right. which there would have been early. But with this group, you know, I don't know that unless they're doing individual tell-alls or something. I don't know. I doubt Jenny made. Jenny maybe made a trip. Maybe she own? made a trip on her own and will hit the tell-all on the way out. I don't know. It's possible. But we haven't seen anything about Angela hanging out with people. We know that she couldn't resist. Right. Because we saw, like, Tiffany. Who do we saw? We saw Tiffany and Tanya together in Uh New York. Yeah. At the same time, Jenny was in New York. So this doesn't happen. This is not happenstance that all this would happen. So for them all to be there. And we haven't heard anything. And weren't Angela. Jenny and Submit in New York, and then they split? No, no, I don't. Well, we don't know that. Uh, we're assuming Summit never came. Summit would have probably stayed there. Okay. While she came here, and she would have done the tell-all in person, and then gone to San Diego to visit her family, and he would have done it by video. That's not typical, though. Once they're married. No, but I think if if Summit doesn't have a visa. You know, they even talk about here that he doesn't have it yet. Mm. So he probably doesn't have the ability oh, to travel. because he lost his visa. That's right. I didn't think that. I think it was that he hadn't even they hadn't even applied for anything. He, I think he had lost yes. his visa. No, this was his passport that passport. he lost. That was it. When they were talking about getting married two seasons ago, he yeah. didn't have his passport. Mm. Angela flew across the damn world, is what she said. <laughs> and then she knocks on the wrong door. You know, her old, if she would have had a bra on, maybe she could have had a screwdriver or something. She's trying to to bend the metal to the plate, bend it back and forth so it comes off. The whole whole scene was ridiculous. That plate's not even Michael's property. So for her to take that, it it would belong to the vehicle or it would belong to the state or whoever. I mean, she never had a chance. That whole scene... Michael handles himself very well. Yes. He tells her to stop. He yeah, does because she puts her hands all over him. She was shoving him and grabbing him. I mean, if you were a man, you wouldn't get away with that. 
the only better thing he could have done would have been nothing and kept his hands down. I kind of almost wish he would have done that. I mean, that's a, quite emasculating to just sit there and have somebody beat on you and yeah. you do nothing about it. But I, I was rooting for that because yeah. I think there isn't anybody who watches this that doesn't want Angela to end up in a Nigerian jail. Right. Everybody. I kept waiting for the cops to show up. I, I don't get why in this big of a scene something didn't happen. I think everything's isolated and I'm not sure of your evening police patrols. And I'm just not sure about that area and where I mean, at. if you were one of these people and you heard this ruckus going on, you'd probably call somebody. I, I would. Think, I think in the compound. We don't know how close his place is to mm. to other people. I mean, what happens around here? I mean, we could be sitting here and you hear nine gunshots and we don't call anybody when that happens. Yeah, it's not. Well, if it's not close enough to know where at. One of our podcasts that we did over the weekend, there was like a kid screaming in the background. Yeah. We thought he were getting run over. Yeah, the dog was growling in the room with us. We just went outside and it was just neighbor kids playing. But I mean, it was literally. I thought somebody was being assaulted. I really did. Screams. I thought it was a domestic thing. We stopped the podcast. I went outside. It's like, all right. So I don't know what would happen there. She she comes over to Michael. Michael's in tears. Now, I don't know why. I'm not sure if he's in tears because all this is over. We don't think it's in tears because he was head over heels in love with Angela, who's come and assaulted him. <laughs> we think we're past that. We do think that Michael is trying to get to America through Angela. Sure. Right? I, I, I mean, he, he pretty much said that at, way back at the very beginning. We understood this. Right. We've all. I could think that he cared for her. He cared for her. You know the way they laughed and interacted. I mean, he. I he, think he tolerated her personality and tried to have fun with it. Well, I think the Angela that we met initially was a bit obnoxious, boisterous, uh-huh. and a bit just over the top off-putting uh-huh she has evolved yeah into just in, nasty into a monster yes this I agree. show has created just a a, a beast it's just what she is yeah. she's a beast yeah she wasn't this bad at the beginning and you see it over time and we've all seen it and said it if angela disappeared none of us would be upset at <laughs> all we wouldn't lose any sleep yeah if she wasn't on the show oh anymore. she would just pitch a fit yeah all over the place. How can you su- that if I've heard somebody supporting Angela in all of this, I, I don't know what I would what I would think. Yeah. I mean, who's going to come out pro her? If I'm if I'm Skyla, her daughter. You know what you're doing? <laughs> you're quiet. Yeah. I'm just not saying anything at this point cuz you can't support her. You cannot support this in any way. Although she probably grew up with this behavior. This is probably normal for them. Oh, she said it's something about she's a fighter and she's always going to be a fighter. We, we talked a little bit about her mom, I think, last week, that we would assume that this is probably what she grew up with. Yeah. I mean, just think about even the fact that Angela was on Jerry Springer with yes. her daughter. You know? Was it Springer or Maury? Or no, it was, it was Jerry yeah, Springer, Springer, I think. I don't know that it matters. I think it was Maury. Maury, okay. I do believe it was. Oh, it, it was one of those paternity things. Yes, so it, was. it probably was. But it, she was her with her daughter. Uh huh. Her other daughter. Yeah, the one in jail. Yes. 
Well, it would be a tough household. You know, Skyla turns out, I mean, when you but talk to her, she seems... only obnoxious people were even on that show. Yes. You know? Mm. Loud mouth, make a scene. Well, you're certain. I don't think. We probably don't have too many Maury participants who are also listeners of ours, probably, I would assume. <laughs> there would be little crossover to people who have appeared on Maury. And listen to Coupled with Chaos. Uh, probably not even one. So I don't think we have to worry about upsetting them. But, yeah, there's a certain kind of people that are on the Maury show. Right. So you would not, I would not strike me as the moral compass of our normal listener. Right. Pro- probably not. But there's more scenes with her. The preview has got Angela meeting Michael at some... It's some kind of bar. It should be in daylight, I don't know in public. why he would meet her after that. Yeah, there can be no amount of money that, you know, if he's trying to get money still from her that he feels is his, he's not going to get it. Yeah. Do you see any way that... This- She's not going to let him come either. But... He's we, earned it. We Let the man come. We heard, and we don't know it's true, right? Insight, we're not always, we agree that Inside Scoop is not always 100% right. Correct. We have reported before that his aunt said that he got his visa. Right. His visa arrived. Yeah, she did say that. I wonder if once it arrives, can Angela stop it? We know she would. Yeah. We know that Michael would never end up there. At this point. Well, she did say, you're not coming to America on my visa. Hmm. Everything's hers. Yes. Her visa, her country, her car, her license plate. <laughs> everything is hers. Hmm. So, the preview. What else do we have in the preview? This is how desperate it's getting for Jenny and Summit. They're buying a vacuum cleaner. Yeah. This is a scene. Maybe it's so she didn't trip over his shoes, <laughs> which I went and rewatched that. It's not pretty. The shoes are a plant, and they had her trip over them. She stepped over the shoes, and she didn't even touch the shoe. She brushed it with her back foot and then tripped. <sighs> so, unfortunate production faux pas. They should have left that out. But they didn't. Jenny trying to play off like she's a neat freak. Yeah, that was funny. And so Summit says something in this preview scene about, well, if we buy a vacuum and the house is still dirty, <laughs> you know, we can't have – it said something about like we – you know, If we, his mom visits. <laughs> because really a vacuum isn't their problem. <laughs> it's not. There's stuff in the way. It's clutter. In order for you to vacuum. You, the floors would have to be empty. You're not vacuuming up a cat toy or a banana peel. I'm not saying there's banana peels on there. But you you got to have an empty floor in order for that to happen. Uh-huh. And nothing that we have seen indicates that that's what they have yeah. at all. There's stuff all over. Yeah, so she's not quite a – maybe that's it. Maybe a clean house is what Summit thinks is sexy. <laughs> Maybe they could come to agreement. Well, I don't think he cares. I think he just cares that his mom cares. You know what? You're right. 
<laughs> my mom would like to see a clean house. It would go a long way to you being more accepted uh-huh. if you were stretchier, <laughs> if you kept a cleaner house, even though Summit can, he's not doing anything either. Right. It's not up to Jenny That's to clean saying, the he house. He doesn't have a problem. He yeah. lives that way too. So he should clean the house. Maybe he should buy the vacuum for himself. <laughs> and maybe he would find that. They should make a trade-off. You know what? The two of them, if they could come up with a plan, they could probably win. Well, I don't know. They could win mom over. She's yeah. a bit of a... but That's a stretch. Yeah. Maybe Jenny could be more stretchy. That would be good. <laughs> and then could do yoga with mom. They were friends she at some point. Cri- she just criticized her the whole time like she did before when they were yeah, on the roof. That was vicious. Do you think we get another scene with mom? No. Yeah, probably not. It's got to be over. There's more Bilal stuff. Usman says that Kimberly's a good person that she wants to spend time with. Andre yells. And Ed calling off more bad stuff. There, We could use some positive. It's easier for us as podcasters, for us. We're not so much um, hot take, negative, impression type uh, podcasters. We probably do better with the positive relationships than we do with the negative ones. Mm -hmm. So I think we could use more of those. Mm -hmm. Happily Ever After, you would believe, could be considered happy. But there's not a lot of happy going on. It used to be back at the beginning, but it's just not anymore. This is not the same show as how it started at all. We're not complaining. It's what it is. This is what we expected when we saw the couples for this. Yeah. I think we were kind of hoping for maybe more of a happy pregnancy type thing with Libby and Andre instead of going back to, you know, Charlie. The feud. Yeah, we went back to Charlie and Jen and Becky just so quickly. Being two-faced mm-hmm. and the same old we stuff. We assumed that a pregnancy would start this thing. Is how we thought this would happen. Spoiler alert. What you will not find is there won't be any pregnancy in our future because (laughs) Kelly is leaving for a week. I am. And so there's no way when we're apart for that to happen. There's no (laughs) position that Jenny and Summit have come up with that will allow. Reaches across state lines. will Will allow that to happen between Texas and Virginia. It's just not happening. So that is fortunate. We shall. Our schedule could be a little off this week. We will see. You may hear a guest or two pop in. Um, We'll see how that goes. So stick around. Stay tuned. And Kelly, I wish you the best of trips. Well, thank you. Thank you. Thank you for listening. You can listen to additional episodes by subscribing to our Coupled with Chaos channel on Apple, by subscribing to our Patreon, or by subscribing to our Supercast for three ninety nine a month, where you can hear us talk about reality shows, real life, and more on our podcast, covering shows airing on TLC, A&E, Bravo, and the WE Network. Just follow the instructions in the show notes. Tell your friends about this podcast and rate and review us on your favorite podcast player. Follow us at Coupled with Chaos and all the social or contact us directly by email at coupledwithchaos at gmail.com. 